Perfect. Welcome to Favorite Purpose. I am your host, Jamel Deal, and if it's your first time tuning in, I want to say that I'm glad you chose to be a part of the FWP gang, and I hope and pray that you return. To my returning FWP gang family, I am back with episode 11, The Importance of Love and Knowledge. When you get a chance, go back and check out the previous episodes. Don't forget to follow me on all major social media platforms. I hope everybody's doing well, staying safe out there. Now let's get to it. We're still in the Philippians series, and uh, we're going to be covering the series for the next few episodes. And then uh, I just want to let you guys know that, you know, we're talking about how to go in a specific direction on what Christian living should look like. So, you know, I'm not the best Christian, like I said, you know, in, in previous episodes. And, you know, we all have our faults. We all make mistakes. We all not perfect. But at the same time, this is an opportunity to learn and grow with each other. And like I said, you know, we're trying to live our life like Christ every day. And like I said, some days will set you back further than others. Like today, I am really having one of those days, man. And I just feel like, you know, just turning the mic on and letting it go, letting it flow like I always do. And just this episode is different for me because, like I said, it's a lot of things weighing heavy on me right now. But I still want to be able to let you know that even through that storm, we can make it out and we can still be able to share the word of God even through our tough times. So um, it started off from uh, Philippians uh, chapter one, verse one through 11 for this specific episode. And the, the scripture reads, Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus to all God's holy people in Christ Jesus at Philippi, together with the overseers and deacons, grace and peace to you from God, our father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God every time I remember you and all my prayers for all of you. I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you since I have you in my heart and whether I am in chains or defending and confirming the gospel. All of you sharing God's grace with me. God can testify how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Now let's discuss. So, Pretty much, uh, Paul was joyful when praying for the Christians because they accepted his prayers and shared the gospel from day one. All right. They had a partnership in the gospel and they had confidence in each other to do good work until the day of Jesus Christ. I know that I have the opportunity to spread the word of God in every setting that I am in, no matter whether it's at work, at home or even at the grocery store or if I'm out shopping, you know, for clothes or whatever. It, it brings joy to me. When I'm able to have a partnership in the gospel with my family, friends, my athletes or my coaching staff. I mean, it's just a great feeling when you and someone else, you know, can have confidence in one another to be a servant of God. And I get excited when we get a chance to pray for each other and, you know, come together for God. Like, I really get excited when that happens, you know, and I know some people that I know personally may think that, you know, hypocrisy may be amongst us all. At some point, because of how we live, you know, behind closed doors or compared to how we live out in the real world. And, you know, sometimes I, I feel a little disrespected by that, you know, no matter who it is, because, you know, you don't know what anybody's going through. And you don't know the fact that uh, they're really trying, you know, if a person's really trying to improve themselves and, and trying to and trying to be better. And, you know, the only thing they're asking from you in that situation is to 
be there, you know, and come together for God. That right there is the most exciting thing you can do. It's come together regardless of how you feel about a person, regardless of where you stand with a person, regardless of, you know, what your whole opinion is, because that's exactly what it is. It's an opinion. That doesn't mean that you're wrong. That doesn't mean that you're right. But at the same time, it's like whoever you are under God's eyes, that's exactly who you are. But back to this, it's like, which, you know, in verse six, it says, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you would carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. When we do good work and carry it out for Jesus Christ, then we will have grace and peace. We should pray for each other with joy, just knowing that we all can share love and do good works for God. Now, the joy, the joy that we talked about, you know, in, in a couple episodes back, it, you know, it, it's coming up again because just knowing that we can share love and do good work for God, it's amazing. And, you know, some people downplay that and some people, you know, they they have a, a, a bad idea or they have a, um, a different mindset on that and they, they have different insight. So let me just put it like that. They have a different insight on what good works for God can be and how to share that love correctly. And now I believe that, you know, I love applying the Bible and the scriptures to my life, you know, and, and helping you understand that you can do the same. And that's the idea here is that, you know, for example, let me just give you a good example. When I first started coaching, I was super excited and felt so much joy, y'all, like so much joy. Football was the only sport I was nervous about coaching at first, though, which I didn't actually get my coaching job for football until my first full year of actually teaching. So my second year of teaching, that's when I started coaching football. That's when I picked up my third sport is coaching. Now, simply because I've always been known as, you know, an athlete, mainly a basketball and track and field guy who just happens to be decent at football. It is a good thing that I have the knowledge, you know, and the love for all three sports because trying to manage all three would have been tough. If I didn't have both traits, if I didn't have the love and the knowledge of the game, right, it would have been really tough. So first thing I thought was, how can I get these athletes to buy in to what my expectations are as a coach? Now, I'm, I'm, I'm approaching my coaches here, and I want you to kind of like just hear this out, you know, and for people that's not a coach, like I say, you're still going to apply it to your life in some type of way because that's exactly how the Bible is, and you just apply it to your life. This is this is my, my personal application of it right here. You don't have to, you know, agree with me, but this is how I see it. So I made it known to my athletes that we will pray before games and practices and after games and practices. I want to set that tone early with my athletes, you know, that we can't do anything without God and we must share his love, grace and knowledge with one another. I thought to myself, I have to build a relationship with them. You know, I have to build a relationship with those kids. You know, I work in inner city and I have to make sure that, you know, we have to build a relationship with these kids. No matter, you know, how hard it is, it's like beating a dead, you know, it's beating a dead horse or, you know, running into a brick wall. You have to. Make sure that you keep trying and keep trying to help motivate them, you know, and I have to motivate them to do, you know, good work you know, and make them want to do it themselves and not me doing everything for them. You know, and that was on and off the competition field. There came a time where we were losing so much that, you know, I would come home and analyze everything that we did wrong. But then I pray to God, you know, that we learn from our mistakes and to give me the right words to say to them the next time I see them, you know. And so only to return that week to give you know to give them praise for all the good things they did right and uh that's the things we did well and you know while fixing those mistakes at practice you know you got to have practice and you got to kind of like fix them in practice to get ready for the next game but i always you know have my student athletes on my heart and whether i am happy or disappointed with the way you know we perform i still want us to share in god's grace and um 
you know, some parents may not understand that, and some, you know, parents may understand, you know, they already taken the whole, you know, Christianity thing out of schools and, you know, saying a prayer and all that stuff, but we need this. We need that to be into schools because, you know, like I said, realize, I said that we perform, you know what I'm saying, the way that we perform, not just the kids. I didn't put it on the kids. I put it on myself as the coach as well. As a coach, it is our responsibility to make sure that our players stay safe, right? They are well-prepared and efficient when it comes down to executing a game plan that we put in. So once that is in place, the players must now go out and perform, you know, based on what they were taught by their coach, which is me at the time, you know? And so my point with this story is that love for God and others and knowledge of God and others is important in order for us to live out our purpose and be prepared for the day of Jesus Christ. And so later on, I want to get back into that analogy. I want to kind of bring that to life for you here later on. But I just want you to remember one thing. Love and knowledge are powerful. Okay? Love and knowledge are powerful. Paul wants us to know that love and knowledge linked together are important. It is important because you can have all the love in the world. But if you lack knowledge, it wouldn't even matter. It wouldn't even matter. If you had all the knowledge in the world and lack love, then it wouldn't even matter. It wouldn't even matter because they're linked. And there are dangers in having just one of those traits, y'all. There is dangers of just having one of those traits and not both. Even though we all share God's grace, we don't always share the same insight. That's that's almost, you know, that's almost kind of one of the most difficult things to do, share the same insight. We all love differently and we all come across, you know, what we gain in knowledge differently. How we how everything's perceived, how God is received, and how we get that word across. Like I said, I was I was having one of those days today, and I was just like, I know that you know when I have tough days, I struggle a little bit. But the fact that God, you know, I was still able to get over that hump, and God was able to still kind of like get the words to my mouth to make these come out. It just it just really resonated with me, man, and it stuck out to me that you know having the love and the knowledge of God is just amazing, and they're, they're so important. But anyways, I'm telling you. That today is the day that we pray for each other with joy. And remember, we are in this together. The main thing is that we are in this together. Some people may not be willing to go into a partnership in the gospel right now, but continue to pray for those people. And, you know, and letting God have your love and knowledge be linked together. Please understand that there are dangers in having love without knowledge or having knowledge without love. That is very dangerous, guys. Because just just think about it. You can love somebody you know, you can love a person dearly, but if you don't have the knowledge of, you know, of their background or what they're going through and, you know, and what makes them mad or, you know, what makes them happy. If you don't have, you have no knowledge of anything, you know, you it's not going to, it's not going to, you know, it's not going to flourish. It's, you're not going to make it. And like I said, you're going to be at each other's throat all the time and it's going to be dangerous. It can be dangerous. And that's why I was saying that we have to stick together and that we need to show love for God and our knowledge for God. And the knowledge is in the Bible. You need to get in there and read the Bible to seek your, your own understanding and understand your purpose in life and understand how you can grow into, you know, your purpose simply by just opening the Bible and understanding it. And uh, like I said, love and knowledge is powerful. And some people will call you a hypocrite because, you know, especially if you think about how you used to be. Like, take me, for instance, like, in the past, like, I know that I used to go out all the time. I used to party all the time. Like, it's just, it's crazy when you look back, like, 10 years, you know, you're like, wow. 
Like, you know, you'd be like, I was a bad boy, you know what I'm saying? Or I was a I was a bad lady, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, like you look back and you be like, Man, like God has done so much work in me to where I can actually put that forward and actually understand why love and knowledge is powerful and why I can actually, you know, open the Bible, read it, and actually find something in there that can make me feel like I'm doing the best that I can with what I have. But what you don't realize is that you're so blessed to be alive and so blessed to be here that if you don't have love and knowledge, you are putting all of your partnerships at risk. Friendships, marriages, uh, you know, family members, uh, you're putting all those, you know, your coworkers, whatever, any type of relationships you have out there, you're putting those at risk simply because you don't, you know, you lack the love and the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Okay, now I was just trying to apply it to life because I know everybody, you know, is in that season right now where we're, we're stuck at home or we can't do this, can't do that. And you're starting to realize a lot about either your partner or you're starting to realize a lot about your families or your friends. And you start to realize a, a lot, you know, about who you are. So this is a great time to find out who you are. Great time to find out how to love and have knowledge and be able to be successful in having those both traits instead of just having one trait. Understand what I'm saying? So I want you to to kind of really, really connect this. And I want you to leave today with understanding that God is the coach of life and him having both love and knowledge to make sure that we are safe, well prepared and can execute his game plan. says everything about having joy when we remember what Christ has done for us. In this analogy, we are the players who must understand love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight. This is so that we may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. And with that, we can be filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. In which, if you go back to uh, the scripture, basically from verse 9 to 11, it, it talks about that. And, you know, just kind of like it's, it's verbatim, pretty much. It talks about that, about the righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ and to the glory and praise of God. We must praise him joyfully. You know, we must praise each other. We must lift up each other. We must, you know, love each other, must have knowledge for each other. We must be there to build each other up. You know, don't put anybody down. You know, because they may not read the Bible as much as you. And like I said, I don't read the Bible every single day or as much as I should be reading the Bible. But I can tell you that when I do read the Bible, I do understand it. And this is what I get from it. Now, you may not be happy with that statement. You may not be happy with me having a podcast, a Christian based podcast and not reading the Bible every day. That's OK, because you're not the person I have to answer to. I have to answer to God. But at the same time, I want you to be motivated to understand that it's a start. It's a step. It's a step into trying to improve your life or trying to improve my life. That way, I'm trying to help you guys improve your life. That's the whole point. Like, we need to help each other out, especially when we're down. Like I said, I'm having one of those days. It was one of my down days. But I, me being here today, being able to express this right now has just lifted all kind of weights off my shoulders. And I feel so much better because I'm able to share the word of God and the grace of God. And he has so much mercy on us. And I'm just I'm just loving it, man. You know, I love to share the word and I love to be able to make somebody's day. You know what I mean? And like even if I'm not having the best day, I still want to make somebody else's day, man. So let me know if I've done that. And if I have not done that, I mean, I have not done my job and I have not done my good work for Jesus Christ yet. But I'm still going to work on that so I can make sure you guys are having a, a blessed week and a great day. I want you to walk away today asking this. How can you encourage your family and friends this week? causing them to be filled with joy and thanksgiving. 
I want y'all to write that question down or send that question to somebody or post it on your Instagram or your, your Facebook or wherever and, and get the response you need to get. You know what I'm saying? If you want to just make it private, make it private to yourself. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, I just want to share this gospel with you guys. And I hope this message helps someone today. And I hope that you can share this message with a friend or a family member. Don't hesitate to reach out to me on any of the social media platforms for prayer, suggestions, topics you may be struggling with, you know, just to keep the conversations going. And I just want to, you know, thank you so much for tuning in, FWP gang. I love you. God loves you. And that's Fikes. Peace. Yeah.